typically when I do the podcast, I want to get people with different experiences in education, you know, who've been in the profession for a while and learn from their years of experience. But I had a really great opportunity to interview Taylor Tiemann, who is Amber Tiemann's daughter. And I know she doesn't want to be known by that. It's a reality of our world that sometimes uh, our connections with our families help us to kind of go into profession. And so I actually saw um, Amber tag her daughter Taylor in a post that I shared. And I looked at it and I said, is Taylor a teacher? Because I actually remember she's in high school just a few years ago. And she said, oh, yeah. And both of us felt old in that moment. And then I asked Amelia, I would love to have Taylor on the podcast as a new teacher. So when we recorded this podcast, uh, it is August 19th, the day we recorded it. And it's probably, this is being released sometime in September. Taylor hadn't even taught a full week of school. And I wanted to kind of hear about her experience, what her expectations, what her hopes for. But it's also because I have this really gigantic belief that no matter where we are in our career, whether it's our first day, our last day, or anywhere in the in between, there is so much we can learn from each other. And when sometimes I hear people say, oh, like, you know, you shouldn't really be sharing education unless you're 10 years in. I'm like, like can you imagine that environment that people are coming in? It's like, shut your mouth until, <laughs> until you have 10 years of experience. Like, you have no value. And it's kind of a bad way to look at it. And I know that when I first entered education, there was so much... I could learn, but there's so much I can contribute. And there is this one teacher and she has passed away, but she had such an impact on me because she made me feel like a million bucks and brilliant educator was amazing, especially teaching reading at the elementary level. And I was in charge of technology in the school in my first year and not because I was really good at technology but because nobody really knew what they're doing and I just had the most experience using it and I remember this is weird I was showing her how to use a mouse and like the old school mouse that was plugged into the computer and I was using it and I was showing her and she wasn't very comfortable with technology and she picked up the mouse and started squeezing it like a stress ball. And it was just a funny moment. And I spent so much time with her, teaching her different skills and technology. And she just had such a good sense of humor. She made me feel so welcome. And she spent so much time with me teaching, reading. And she always made me feel that I had such an inherent value to the school even though there's so much I didn't know. There's so much that I still to this day can get better at. And so wherever you are in your profession, if as soon as you stop learning, you're done teaching. That could be on your first day or in you know your last year. And as long as you're learning, you'll always be someone we can learn from. And that's why I loved having Taylor on the podcast today because she's so very fresh into the profession. But as I'm listening to her, boy, did she make me feel like she is so far ahead of me at the same time her profession. And she just has some really brilliant insights. I love talking to her. I know you're going to love listening to her. Not even one week into education and just has so many great insights. I know you're going to love this podcast episode. So welcome back 
to another episode of the Innovators Mindset. Hey everyone, this is George Kuros. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovators Mindset Podcast. I'm so very blessed to have Taylor Tiemann, who, and I, I hate doing this, is the daughter of Amber Tiemann, who's a very good friend of mine. Because I know, you know, nobody wants, like, I, I have a brother who's in education, yeah. and I hate when people say, oh, you're yeah. Alex's brother? I'm like, no, I'm George. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. but that I, that's how I know you. That's how mm-hmm. I first met you. I met you, you know, when you were a high school student. Mm-hmm. I know your whole family, and uh, I saw that you were teaching, and I asked Amber, "Is it okay if I have Taylor on the podcast?" And she's like, "Give me a." She, I think, let's be honest, she's like listening outside the door right now. Probably, <laughs> right? Probably, yeah. So I know she's your biggest fan. So Taylor is literally not even done one week of teaching. Mm-hmm. She's not full week. She went yep. through convocation. She went yep. through the stuff uh, mm-hmm. and she got her f- first full week ahead. And I, that's why I wanted you on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Uh, Taylor, for anyone who doesn't know you, if you could just tell us a little bit about who you are, mm-hmm. what you do today, how you got there, it's a great place to start. Okay. Yeah. So like you said, my name is Taylor. Um, so I actually went to college for criminal justice. So this is like done a complete 180. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, that's what I, was, I didn't know you were going to be a teacher, and that's why I kind of threw yeah. me off. So that, that's probably why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so the only constant within what I've always wanted to do career-wise has been kids. Mm-hmm. It just has shifted from working with, you know, criminally challenged kids to <laughs> just, <laughs> just regular. Criminally challenged? I like that. Yeah, I don't know how to say that, like, politely. <laughs> right, right. All right. Um, but it just shifted into doing this. So, I mean, my long-term goal with criminal justice was I wanted to be able to help and teach kids in the system. That didn't pan out. And so then I've always loved teaching and helping children. So this was just like my perfect avenue. And I have all these great people around me who have just been encouraging and supporting me. And so I really think I found what I want to do for the next, probably till I'm dead. So... <laughs> Probably be bad. Well, we'll see. I, uh, and I already made Taylor promise that she's going to mm-hmm. come back and check in on so I can kind of follow her career, which would be really, really cool. We'll see how kind of uh, things progress. But I don't know if you're going to do it till you're dead. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. not. Maybe not right? You don't want to be with a teacher that dies in the classroom. So I just, that <laughs> yeah. would, would kind of suck. It, it, it's fascinating that you went into did you did you actually take any classes? Um, in that field, in criminal justice, did you take some of those classes? Yeah, I took them for the two years. I was like, that was all that I did. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. So, yeah. so, okay. What's, um, what are some of the things that you learned? <laughs> this is not a good, I don't know if it's a good question. This is why we have editing buttons, right? Yeah. So what, what are some of the things that you learned mm-hmm. in that class or in those classes mm-hmm. in that program that you see? Cause what, what do you, and you told me it's, E-L-A-R is what you said, right? That's yeah. what you're teaching? Yeah. Yes. Right. And so, you know, every, there's so many acronyms in education. Wait, you're going to be acronymed out, by the way. There's like <laughs> so many acronyms in education. Yeah. So uh-huh. like, which acronym is this? What is E-L-A-R? What, just it for, just stands for English. For everybody else. I know what it is. I yeah, know what yeah. it is. But for everybody else, what is that? 
Um, it just stands for English language arts and reading. So basically the content subject that I'm teaching. Okay. So how, how does the stuff that you did with criminal justice, um, actually, do you see some overlap, um, some connection to what you're doing in ELAR? Um, I don't see the biggest overlap when it comes to like content, but I do see it when it comes to, again, the relationship aspect, because my last semester I was in, I want to say like two or three psychology classes. And we learned all about how the way in which a criminal thinks and all of the outside factors that are going to influence his behavior. So anything Mm -hmm. from family to trauma to where they live to brothers and sisters like all of those things have a direct impact on somebody's mind and how they think so a lot of it was a lot of people they'll have this one huge thing happen to them in life it could be a traumatic experience it could be a positive experience it could just be something some big thing and that one thing will stick with them for the rest of their life and it will forever influence Mm -hmm why they act, how they act, what they say, what they do. And it all goes back to that one thing. So just knowing that every single day, anything I could say at any given point could be a sentence that that student is going to remember for the rest of their lives is something that you really have to focus on. If I'm having a bad day, you know, I'm going to have to be extremely conscious about what I'm saying and how I'm acting because you never know what I do in that five right. minute situation that could impact, you know, everybody else around me. That That's such a, such an incredible insight because I know it's weird. Like I'm pushing 50, right. And there are, there are things, uh, and it is a little too, too personal. I actually had a dream last night about playing high school basketball mm-hmm. for my coach um, who is, probably he, he was like a second dad to me yeah. in basketball. He passed away at a young age. Uh, he had dealt with some complications and just even like waking up and thinking about his impact this morning. Yeah. And it's, and I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I've more of my life outside of school, yeah. like as a student, then, then in, and mm-hmm. to think about that incredible impact. The other thing I was yeah. thinking of as you were talking, I, I actually did the discipline uh, for my school when I was assistant principal mm-hmm. and it's kind of seen as an assistant principal job Yeah. or de- like, you know, we didn't have a Dean of students, you know, that's yeah. kind of, but mm-hmm. when I became principal, I also did the discipline okay. because I actually said, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And reason, and you could probably figure this out. The reason I want to do is because I was a terrible kid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I was a troublemaker. And so uh-huh. when kids get sent to the office, I'm like, is that all you did? Are you kidding? Like, yeah. <laughs> Right? Like I did way worse stuff. And, yeah. you know, when I grew up, you could do way worse stuff and get mm-hmm. away with it. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's just fascinating. And there's always kind of that you can tell you have that kind of an empathy. I'm not saying you're a bad kid because obviously you graduated school way quicker than I ever could have. <laughs> but, um, obviously, having an empathy and understanding mm-hmm. of students, maybe who have some behavioral stuff, yeah. uh, even even kids, to be honest, that don't have behavioral stuff. Mm-hmm. But still understanding how big of an impact your mm-hmm. influence has and, and sticking with them um, yeah. is really powerful. So I, I'm curious about this because mm-hmm. you you took you're like you're done school in two years. Like you have a full education degree. Why like why 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 accelerate it? I'm curious about that. Like why why not like have a full four years of mm-hmm. college? Um, you know that's kind of why people. Yeah. 
it, why not have a full six like I do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, right? When you could have done it in four, but yeah, said, just keep going, right? So, like, what what was the what was the the reasoning for that? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. actually, my degree is criminal justice. Like, I graduated okay. with, so I don't have an education degree. Okay. I'm doing alt cert, but with that being said, my degree was a fairly easy transition. Yes, and yeah. it was something that. It's not like I got a finance degree or an accounting like degree. So right. my degree was pretty straightforward. So, I mean, if you're doing A, B, and C, you're going to pass the class. Like right. there was no, I didn't have to do any type of internship or anything like that. So I think that all kind of plays into why it took me, didn't only, right. only took me two years um, because I wasn't really struggling with any of my classes. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I love school. Like I, I like school. Right. I've always liked school. So doing like going to class and doing my homework was never something I saw as like a, Oh, I don't want to do this. So it, it just kind of came, it just kind of came right. natural. And then next thing I know it was over. And then I was like, Oh, wow, I probably should have done all of these other things to make it worthwhile. But it's probably easier saying that in retrospect, right. but I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So what, what, like when you think about your, cause you know, you seem to have a pretty good experience in school. What, what do you, what did you actually, um, like what's something that you remember specifically as a student that you think would, you know, make an impact on the way you teach? Like something, I know we talked about your one teacher. Yeah. Um, what, what was her name again? Mrs. Philippos. Philippos. It so, mm -hmm. sounds like a Greek name, by the way. I don't know. I don't know if it's, a, it seems like a Greek name, but I don't know yeah. if I'm just making, hoping it's Greek. I, you know, Greeks always find other Greeks. So, um, what is that like an experience you had something that, you know, really you think about when you think about your school experience and maybe you're trying to like recreate it for your students. Oh, so there's probably, I could give you two. Could give you two. Okay. They're, both, they're both very different. One, I think I was very fortunate in being able to find like-minded friends. So yeah. my, my whole friend group, I mean, it's actually funny. Mrs. Philippos is where we all met and we all became really close in her yeah. class. And every single year we would, demand our principal to put us all in the same class <laughs> and it just kind of became a thing so right. i think i was fortunate enough to find peers and friends that had the same mindset as me that didn't want to you know skip class or do those kind of things but yeah. like they were also invested in school and what we were doing so i think i always had those kind of people to lean on so i never could get you know off track or do other things that i wasn't supposed to be doing because all of my friends you know are kind of like hey you're supposed to be doing this, not that. Right. Um, and then again, in Mrs. Philippos's class, we had this huge project. Um, I'm not, I don't remember. I think it was called Innovation, something like that. But we had this huge project where we basically just got to pick anything we want. Hmm. Basically, you just do whatever you want. But the catch was we had to like make an impact or make a difference. Um, and it could be as little as making someone's day or it could be, you know, I had one friend who put on a full three act play and production for our whole entire school. And so right. that project really was able, and it taught us so many other things than just making an impact. Personally, I, I did a canned food drive for um, a woman's safe house in Dallas. So for yeah. women who had been trafficked and all of those kinds of things, but the way she was able to kind of integrate our, our content was we had to write a 10 minute speech and then we had to give our speech in front of, I think it was four schools. I think it was our school, intermediate school, junior high, that kind of thing. And so, I mean, that project actually won an award. No, maybe I didn't. I think I got second place. I think I got second place. Better than I've ever done in anything. 
think it got second place, but that is a project that I will consistently think about because mm -hmm. not only one was I able to do, and I think I raised over like $4,000 worth of stuff. So not only one was I able to help, but it also I learned in her class, I learned how to write a speech and how to talk in front of people. Like, I don't think I would be able to sit here and talk one-on-one right. -on -one with you without being able to do that, that six month long project, because I had to get over a fear of public speaking. I had to get over a fear of talking to strangers. Mm -hmm. I had to get over the fear of talking about things that I probably don't want to talk about that kind of thing. And so those two things are just two things that came to mind when you said that. Yeah. That, so I'm, there's something I talk about um, with the groups that I work with, and I think you did such a great job of being an example of that, that you really do have to try to understand the passions of kids, what their strengths mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. and tap into that. And I think that's a really important aspect. And I think when you have that opportunity to make a difference, yeah. explore a project, mm -hmm. there's that. But the other part of it too is you got to find the balance of like exposing kids to things that they might not know they're interested in, yeah. might not know they're good at. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, sometimes when you have that experience in school, it changes mm -hmm. things for you yeah. and can actually push you out of your comfort zone. Because if mm -hmm. you just focus on people's strengths only, yeah. a lot of times what could be their strengths mm -hmm. are lost out. And you, and you know, your ability to like, even I asked you before, you are the, the most you know, you're the newest teacher that's ever been on my podcast. And mm -hmm. I said, are you nervous? You're like, no. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Fine then. Just because yeah. nobody listens to it, you still should be nervous. Right. So, uh, that, that to me is, is like such a, a great example of that because it mm -hmm. is kind of, um, exposing our students to that. And I think that's like one of the yeah. reasons I want to ask you, I know the experience of, of being a student in school mm -hmm. is so fresh for yeah. you. Yeah. As you go into teaching, like how mm -hmm. important it is to recreate some of those experiences and like what really resonates. What you didn't say is like, oh, like I remember this test, yeah. right? Which nobody really cares yeah. about, right? Mm -hmm. After the fact. So I, I just think that's that's such a powerful example. I, I absolutely I absolutely love that. And so it's gonna be kind of neat to see you how you mm -hmm. do that in your career. Yeah. Now I do have to ask you, and I don't know if you're gonna be mad at me asking you this, but yeah. I know your mom, mm -hmm. and I know she's in education. Mm -hmm. Were you ever in your mom's school? Like, were you ever in your mom's school? Yes, for one year. For one year only, that was it? Yes, it was her, yeah, it was her, I think it was her first couple of years of teaching. It was at Beaver Technology Center. I was in kindergarten. She oh, taught okay, so it's time ago. It's oh, yeah, ago. yeah, that was forever ago. So how 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 it has having a parent in education influenced you as yeah. an educator? Well, I think there's a it's like a double edged sword, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the one hand, I know I can text my mom in the middle of the day and be like, "Hey, this situation is going on. Help!" And she's gonna text me like yeah, a, a perfect like three paragraph response and be able to help me. But then I also have, I guess there's there's two things really. I'm always, I always will be Amber Tiemann's daughter, you know, like our, my principal used to work with her and she yeah. still calls me Amber. Like she, she forgets and she'll call me Amber. So I have like such a, um, yeah. a, a role model, you know, in education. So I always will have to, you know, try and do above and beyond so I can, you know, meet the standards that my mom has already set, which is not a bad thing at all, yeah. but it will always just be kind of something I will always have to work harder for. Um, yeah. But I mean, 
I love it. Like if I can come, if I can call my mom and be like, Hey, can you help me? And she's going to say yes. I mean, that's like the best scenario I could ever use. You know, you could have, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's going to happen right now. Right. So yeah. she's watching this video. She's about to clip it and she's going <laughs> to use it against you. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. You're like, do you remember what you said on George's podcast? <laughs> yeah, she's going to keep using it against you. And, and yeah. it's, it's actually interesting because those three paragraph answers, she mm-hmm. just, she just, messages me and says hey taylor needs this can you tell me what to do and then i'm totally kidding i would have no idea so yeah i love that, and that that's 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 uh that's pretty powerful i will tell you this though and this is this is the one place i'll disagree with you and i know this i know your mom well enough mm-hmm. that you you will make your own way you're not going to be yeah. in her shadow right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you benefit from the experience but i can i can already tell your school is very blessed to have you the stuff you know i you know and you it's kind of weird because you probably got an education on being an educator before you even went to school because i'm sure you've seen the the ups of education and mm-hmm. the the stresses of it too which yeah. is which is really fascinating yeah. all right so mm-hmm. you're 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 basically not even a week, a full week into school, which I, I love. I'm like, so I love asking about yeah. this. What was the, what was the first like few days? Like, what was like, what, how did you feel kind of going through that process? What was that like? And that's what, that's one of the, re- that's one of the biggest reasons I want to interview. I just want to see like, how did it yeah. go? How, how was your first you know, yeah. few days of school? Um, so honestly, they went a lot better than I thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> I tried really hard to make sure that I was prepared for every situation that right. could have possibly came up. And so, I mean, I like over prepped and over planned and I had like 45 different activities just in case something yeah. went wrong. I had something yeah. to fall back on. Um, the first day it was definitely chaos i mean kids didn't know where we were going i didn't know i had recess duty i didn't know i had to get them from bunch like all of these things i had no idea um but i figured it out and honestly it went it went pretty good like i think it was the best three days i could have asked for you know like i didn't have any problems students seemed to like me you know they gave me gifts and everything so (laughs) (laughs) what I know. I had... The first week. There you go. Oh, I know. Oh, wait, wait till Christmas time. That's going to be uh, <laughs> another whole other thing. If you're getting gifts the first week, yeah, that, that, it, it is. Uh, it, it, you know, as you're talking about this, mm-hmm. how how much I overplanned. You know the, and I'm not saying yeah. you, I am saying yeah. You totally probably overplanned oh, intentionally, yeah. right? All and the time. Like, yeah. And that that to me is. Um, you know, cause you don't, you don't know. And the mm-hmm. interesting thing is you could feel, I could feel way more nervousness, obviously mm-hmm. about you with your first week of kids than you are being on my podcast. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't ask yeah. me no questions about it. You're like, yeah, I'll show up. I'll do whatever. You <laughs> want. Um, the, uh, when you, and you're probably cause you're exhausted from, you know, their first week of school yeah. and, uh, just kind of like listening to that, Mm-hmm. The thing that, you know, I hear, I know I feel this too. Uh, that nervousness of the first week, the first, it will never go away. Yeah. Right. Heard that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And it is weird because it's new kids every year and you always want to yeah. make a really good first impression. And mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the beautiful things about teaching when you have different grades every year, yeah. you always have a, a, an opportunity to make a first impression mm-hmm. over and over yeah. and, and over again. So that, that to me, um, 
that, that, that's that's really cool okay so uh, that's the student side of it yes. what about like the uh, i don't know if i should ask you this and if maybe we'll edit it out if you get okay. i don't want you to get in trouble the first week of school like what what was some experience that you had because you know i i go on twitter sometimes yes. and see like oh stuff stuff uh, i yeah. hate it mm-hmm. i'm like do you really like you know like we should i know we uh, there's always times that we need for planning and stuff like that too but there's the thing that you said that I I really appreciated about your teacher was creating a space mm-hmm. for you all to get together yeah. and how because I have amazing friends from my hometown mm-hmm. that it, it was the same thing we had a very similar I don't know I guess I don't want to say childhood because it's like you're teaching now and yeah. but it is your childhood yeah is my friends my friend group push me and I, I never was a drinker i never yeah. really got in trouble because i was always playing sports on the weekend yeah. and i couldn't get in, i didn't have time to get in trouble because i was too mm-hmm. busy doing stuff that you know that has positively impacted me mm-hmm. but you know when you're doing when you're bringing staff together it's the same thing like are you creating mm-hmm. a space where people come together yeah. they they create a space where they can count on one another they support mm-hmm. one another because if we all just kind of go off in our rooms yeah so like how was that how was you know with the adults like what was what was like one and i'm not going to ask you a negative thing because i don't want you to get in trouble but like what was like what was one of the best things that you experienced on on the 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 you know teacher level or the you know colleague level of the last week so i was super nervous because i guess i'm young you know i'm just i still live with my parents like i just came from college so i was nervous that my my the staff and my team, I felt like I wasn't going to be respected or my, my opinions and my ideas. Like I felt like those weren't going to be something that they just take seriously because this is my first year. You know, I've I've never done this before. I have no idea what I'm doing, but everyone has been so kind. Like I've had three teachers come into my room and just been like, you're doing so good. Like the support is definitely like overwhelming and I really appreciate it. I haven't had any negative experience. Yeah. I mean, I know I've only been there for what, three weeks, but my team is super great. I've made two really good friends with the girls down the hallway. Like everyone has just been so incredibly helpful and kind. And so I really feel comfortable if I need something, I can go ask literally anyone. And I love that. You know, so I, when I, and this is like a, this is like an age generational thing. (laughs) Totally, totally. The, the big, the big, the big thing you would hear is that yeah. when you entered education, when I was not your age, but like five years older, yeah, I was a slow learner, and mm-hmm. was that a lot of teachers wouldn't share their stuff with you because their mm-hmm. mentality was, well, I'm not. Just, I've like built this my whole career. I'm not just handing it over yeah. to somebody. Yeah. And I was really blessed to actually have mm-hmm. a colleague on my very first day saying like, Hey, I've been teaching for a long time yeah. and anything that you need from me, it's mm-hmm. all here and you can come grab whatever you need. And it just made my life so easy to start mm-hmm. because I didn't know what I was doing. And yeah. you know, like I really didn't understand. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I didn't really understand curriculum. Yeah. I didn't really understand that was a thing. I was just uh-huh. like, Hey, I'm sure if I follow this textbook, yeah. will cover the curriculum uh-huh. and so it was just really a blessing so it's, it's really refreshing to mm-hmm. to hear that to hear yeah. um how 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 they've made you feel so welcome so i mm-hmm. i love hearing that um yeah. I, I know i know you you have you know obviously you have a principal at your school mm-hmm. can I, I i'm curious about 
when you're a student. Yes. Uh, not like in high school, middle school, elementary school. Do you mm-hmm. remember like any of your principals? Do you remember seeing your principals? Like, is there something like a positive thing that you could share that stuck out yeah. about any of your principals mm-hmm. from when you were a kid? So I'm probably because it was the most recent school I went to, but my high school principal, his name is Bertie Montgomery, and he is in the Wiley Murphy, you know, area where I grew up. He's a legend. He's famous. (laughs) I mean, every Christmas he would dress up as an elf and he would go outside (laughs) and he would sit on our marquee and it'd be elf on the shelf. He was at every event we did this thing called Amo games where if you saw him in public, we had to take a picture with him and our class would get points. Like he drove a decked out maroon car with Amo, which is our school's slogan, I guess. License yeah. plate. Like he lived a bra- breathed Wiley High School. Like he loved yeah. Wiley High School. And so I mean, I saw him every day. He knew he knew my name. He still wishes me happy birthday. Every student he wishes happy birthday. And I mean, he was just so involved that I don't yeah. think I'll ever be able to forget him. And now that probably isn't a good thing because I can't remember the rest of my principles. But <laughs> him, I definitely will always remember. That that's amazing. And that you know, that excuse me, that was at the high school level. Mm-hmm. Right, and that that actually, um, I always talk about how important relationships are in education. Mm-hmm. And I acknowledge it's really harder to do that at the high school level because a sheer population yeah. of schools. Yeah the number of students a teacher will have, but mm-hmm. I always say it's harder, but it's still no less important. Yeah. And that to me that you can kind of connect with that. I, I love hearing that story. So mm-hmm. la- last question I got for you. Okay. So your first weekend, how, when you look, when you finish this year, mm-hmm. I know we're kind of looking ahead here. When you finish this year, mm-hmm. how, what would be a successful first year for you? Like, how would that look? Oh goodness. Probably <laughs> I if I don't get in trouble, I guess. Honestly. <laughs> right. I'm so nervous to make a mistake, you know, and yeah. I don't know why I'm I don't know how to handle like a professional mistake, you know. Like I don't yeah. I don't understand that yet. So I'm hoping I can just, you know, follow the rules, follow the book and have no problems. Right. Um, but for students wise, I think the the relationships is gonna be what I know I've already said that, but yeah. I want to them for they to move on to sixth grade, but still pass through my hallway and be like, "Hey, Mrs. Seaman, how are you?" Like, I want that to kind of be my goal. I want to I want to be the kind of teacher that I had, where I'm never going to be able to forget Mrs. Philippos. And so right. I hope that by the end of this year, I'll be the kind of fifth grade teacher that these kids are never going to be able to forget. Which might be, you know, I'm shooting for the stars here, but I'd rather you know dream big yeah. than not at all. So, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I actually have. There's something really special about your first group of students. Yeah. And I um, I actually have a lot of students who I taught in grade mm-hmm. four, my very first year, mm-hmm. my first full year of teaching, who uh, were connected on Instagram, Aww. they have families. Yeah. You know, you see them and mm-hmm. we'll like comment on each other's stuff. And, it's, <laughs> and you feel, you, you really feel... I guarantee this. I know you're going to have an incredible career, but I also guarantee you're going to look back mm-hmm. on this first year and go like, Oh my God. Right. Like I yeah. wish I had done this. I wish I'd done this Yeah. because if, and I've always said this, if you don't, you're probably not a very good teacher because if you don't grow in the profession, mm-hmm. then, but 
that being said, mm-hmm. in your very first year, you can have such a tremendous impact. And yeah. I, I'm reminded of that too, that I had a, an impact at my worst in education mm-hmm. because just like you, I really wanted to make a positive environment, yeah. make a positive impact. Mm-hmm. On so, I, you know, don't break the rules. I don't think you're going to get in trouble. That would, be, yeah. that would suck if you did. But yeah. if you keep doing what you're saying you're doing, yeah. you're going to be. Awesome. So Taylor, it is Saturday. I took, I know that there's probably way better things you could be doing on a Saturday afternoon. Um, but I just, mm-hmm. thanks, thanks for taking the time, uh, uh, to be on the podcast. It's, it, it's really was, uh, your enthusiasm for the profession is something that I hope, um, will spread, uh, everywhere. And I, I, I hope yeah. to be honest, with you, I hope it sticks. So anyways, <laughs> I think, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I hope it's six. And I know, I, I know, I know your family well enough that I'm pretty sure it will, but everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Taylor, thanks for being on. It was such an incredible opportunity. To, like, talk to you. So I'm looking forward to crossing paths, uh, maybe not in an airport the next time. So we'll see each other. Yeah. Soon. yeah. yeah. All yes, right. Thank, thanks Taylor. And thanks everyone for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day.